Butker trying to line this up. Winchester will snap it. Colquitt will hold it. Twenty twenty tie. High snap. Pull down. Butker's kick is up and is right down the boulevard. It's good. And the Chiefs take a twenty three to twenty lead with four seconds left in regulation. And Harrison Butker kicks some. You know what? Welcome to the Chiefs Kingdom. Hello and welcome to another episode of the uh, Arrowheads Abroad podcast. Just myself, Neil Blair, joined this evening by Mr. Tom O'Neary. Hi, Tomo. Hi, guys. And Mr. Duncan Smart. Duncan, how are you doing? Hello. What a day to be a chief. <laughs> yeah, there, there was a, a game yesterday, apparently. Um, quite unlike anything we've seen recently. Um, kind of hard to know where to begin with this, really. Um first quarter was as bad as we've played this season yes or no Tomo yep yeah. <laughs> 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 I agree with nice that right next okay Duncan what do you think <laughs> uh, nothing to add <laughs> nothing to add no. really. I mean, it was, this um, is going to be fast yeah I, I, I was one of these uh, just we, we were we were the Texans best player we were just so many <laughs> Sort of basic errors. It was like there was just a, I don't know what you call it. Whether it's nervousness, whether there's a bit of rust after the bye week. Um, don't know what it was, but it was it, it it was like there was just something that got in and infected every aspect of the team. You know, the dropped catches, the fumbles, the missed tackles. You know, um, it wasn't pretty. Yeah, we we said on the podcast on the preview last week. Uh, I think we asked what what are the keys to winning the game, and I think we all agreed it was solid football, and that went out the window straight away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just it like like Duncan says we gave them twenty one points, and you just you're looking down, wondering how that's happened because if you're totally honest, it doesn't feel like they did anything. Uh, I, I was writing notes as the game um, went on. And I think at one point I just put we're twenty one like nothing down and we they they have really done nothing like Deshaun Watson threw probably the easiest touchdown pass he'll have all season to the widest open receiver and then after that it was just a case of us shooting ourselves in the foot even more. That that touchdown pass was a very well designed play though. I mean, fake the little bubble screen which they'd already thrown mm. one to Hopkins in the first play I think it was and fake that and have um, Kenny Stills go deep and everyone just got suckered in because it was only about third and one it was lovely play design don't get me wrong it's just how open he was it was just an easy pass for him wasn't it yeah big time yeah you don't miss many of those Um, so we fell behind well it was 21-0 at the end of the first quarter and it was just horrendous basically and Shortly into where we ten fifty four to go in the second, and they kick a thirty one yard field goal to t- go twenty four nothing up. Did either of you at that point think, yeah, we've got this, not a bother? No. 
Uh, and no. that will be that will be backed up by your WhatsApp group contribution, uh, Tom. Uh, it, was, I, I, uh, it was it was like a stream of consciousness. <laughs> um. It was the the thing for me was it it just seemed a pathetic way to try and throw a game away. We're lucky we've got Mahomes and and this team's got some serious leadership on it, and we had enough to get in get back into that game. But I, I don't think there's any other team in the league that that could have done what we did yesterday um, and I don't think anyone could be excused at 24 nothing to think especially with our, with our history that, that that game was not going to end well for us um, like these guys put so much hard work in all season and I just to, you know we've been here for this whole journey and we've seen the evolution of this team and to think at that moment that this is how we're going to lose this game gifting the opposition that many points it was just was just heartbreaking for me yeah i think at that stage i i felt like we were going to score points but i didn't think we would be able to stop them scoring enough for us to win the game mm. like i i could see, still see us sticking 30 points on them but when they've already got 24 they only needed another score and to me that would have yeah. been game done then i i i thought to myself that I, t- I try not to write us out as disappointed as I was. Um, I thought we needed to be within ten points at half to to stand a reasonable a reasonable chance. <laughs> well, we did that. <laughs> we did that. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I was doing the the, the Twitter uh, stuff for for the Arrowheads Abroad feed, and so I can see the kind of online um, just despair, really. And it's kind of I, I guess. It's, it's, it's difficult to judge because Chiefs fans have been through a lot in the playoffs down the years. It's not easy. And when things start to go wrong, you can kind of see the whole uh, sort of um, house of cards just kind of tumbling down. But um, And the evidence is out there. You can you can go and find it. I was say, I was and whether it was just to push back against the naysayers or whether I, I truly believed it or just to keep foot with us, I'm not sure. But I think... Uh, I think I said that the, if there's one positive we can take is that we've got three quarters left to sort this out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We know what we did against the um, the Raiders earlier in the season. You know, we got 28 points in that quarter, and we could have had more. Um, that did that did cross my mind at that point. Going, I think I well, we've done this well. before, so nah. exactly. You know, I mean, whether lightning strikes twice or not, but you you know that they've got this in their locker. You like. We've spent so long talking about the Legion of Doom, Legion of Zoom. My apologies, <laughs> Legion of Zoom. Um, uh, the explosive offense, how good Pat Mahomes is, and all these things, and it feels like that's kind of gone on the kind of gone on the back burner the last few weeks. You know, the, the defense has stepped up. We maybe haven't scored as many points as we've been used to, but that's obviously all still there. You know, so um, whether whether Andy Reid kind of took the Took the shackles off a little bit. I, I, I don't know, but um, it was it was a sight to behold. Yeah, absolutely. So the game turned on that field goal, the Texans one that took them to twenty four point lead. Um, uh, people are saying kind of like, okay, the Chiefs got a spark, but I think different people have a different opinion on where that spark came from. So, who who provided the spark for you? Was it? McCall Hardman's return was it Dan Sorensen's punt um, tackle when they went for the fake punt and didn't get it, or was it 
Bill O'Brien very kindly not going for it on fourth and one uh, and opting to take that field goal. Because it 28 nothing at that stage and you're kind of going, yeah, that's game over. Uh, Tomo, what's your thoughts there? Uh, yeah, I, I'd say... Um I'm in a, in a Madden Online league with some American guys, right? And um, they're talking a bit of trash to me because I know I'm a Massachusetts fan. And I said that we need some serious Bill O'Brien magic <laughs> in our favour. <laughs> and it, it, it turned out to be that because that 4 from 1 for me is you step on our throats there. Yes. I, I, I know how quickly we scored, but... Sammy Watkins surprisingly in the post-game press conference said that he thought the game was lost which I thought was a really really strange thing to say um, but I think if they get that you just wonder how many guys heads drop Like I know there's massive character on this team but but can you uh, at that point bring it back because it, it, it was getting out of hand but I think that is to, to kick the field goal there is pathetic if I'm honest so in a which, was, game. which was a bigger surprise then Sammy Watkins saying he thinks we've lost the game at that stage or Bill O'Brien saying after the game I didn't have a play on fourth and one that I liked what, oh, what head coach says something like that you can think it but you don't say it do you know what though A- Andy Reid <laughs> he has got to be the most relieved guy because he's turned it around with Mahomes in that game. I I dread to think the narratives coming out of this game if we'd have lost about Andy yeah. Reid. But it, it wasn't the first quarter. I don't think was Andy Reid. No, I fault. don't think it was his fault either. But I think that's that's where people would just naturally start to to go. Um, that just going back to that fourth and one to kick a field goal there. He, the, the series of decisions on his on his fourth and downs were just baffling. Yeah. The fourth and four, like I was screaming at the time. Watch the fake, watch the fake, watch the fake, watch the fake. But the risk versus reward on that play, I really don't think it is worth it to let us back in the game the way it did. No, but did they not? Did they not consistently go for it on fourth down against us earlier in the season as well, though? And yeah. probably consistently moved the ball as well. It was the Ravens so maybe, that did it first, wasn't it? The Ravens certainly did. Yeah, Ravens. They might have done the same. They might have done the same. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, it's, it's difficult to say. I think exactly where the momentum came from. I mean, you know, kind of whether it's on the pitch or or off it in the in the players' minds. It's certainly that the crowd got the energy from that uh, that long return. Yeah, you know that kind of it's it's a yeah. little bit like oh, hang on, we're still here. This is what we've this is this is what we came to see. We're still in the game. The players have still got you know the fight in them, and that's certainly got the crowd going. And then I think that. You know whether it's um, whether it's by design or by accident. Um, I've got a list of kind of the, the the Chiefs' possessions here. You know they were three and out, uh, was six and out, three and out. And, you know, and then they went six six plays, seven plays, touchdowns every time. You know, and to end the half, it's two plays, three plays, three plays. It's it's almost like Andy Reid and Bienemy uh, kind of sense that energy and want to keep it going you know rather than grind the ball downfield because you've still got three quarters to play we've still got a lot of time to score but you know rather than sort of slowly move the ball downfield they, they kind of want to to kind of tap into the energy that the crowd are giving them move the ball quickly keep it loud you know keep the ball moving keep them on the back foot and 
you know, if that was if that was what they if that was what they were planning to do, then it certainly worked. If it wasn't a conscious decision, then it's a very happy accident because it, it just felt like there was just a you know whether it's the, like a wave of noise or energy or something pushing them forward because everything that went wrong in the first quarter went right for us in the second quarter. You know, um, the you know Dan Sorensen uh, reading that fake punt, um, him punching the ball out on the um, on the kick on the return as well. You know to set up short fields. It's all you know. It's it just it was it was just like it was almost it was a case study in momentum. In front of you, it was it was uh, it was just really special. Yeah, I mean, I absolutely agree. Um, I, I thought the the Bill O'Brien decision for the fourth for the kick in the field goal was the massive turning point. Mm. Like you just, I couldn't fathom I couldn't fathom why you would go for that and then, or why you would not go for that and then go for the fake punt when you've got much worse odds. But you just kind of felt at that stage. 33 yards in three play. Sorry, Damon Williams, 17-yard pass from Mahomes. Two plays, 42 yards, 59 seconds. Hmm. Get the ball back. Three plays, 33 yards, 23 seconds. Kelsey, six-yard pass. Three plays, six yards. It's just like, it was just bang, 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 and then we're going to halftime and suddenly we're, li- we're winning. I mean, at halftime, did either of you see us losing? No. The sec- the second the second we got we got ahead, I, I, I didn't think that we'd lose that lead. Um I, the the momentum was was unbelievable. You, I, I, like me personally I was so deflated in, in that first quarter, like sitting so deep in the sofa, pretty much down and then you you can feel the energy come back into you and, and I was just sitting on the sofa. Like like imagine that in the stadium. With with the noise you can generate, you start to feel it, and you can start to feel that something special is happening. And and with how quick they did it as well with the chunk players, you could see that. And I think we shocked the Texans as well. And if we're totally honest, if you take, uh, I'm going to sound like one of the old Blues managers, but if you take if you take the 21 points away that we gifted them, which I know you can't do, this is a blowout. Like they fully blew the Texans out after after those 21 points. Because how many how many points was it unanswered? Is, oh, is 40, 40 something yeah they, oh. they, they blew them out the second they got going and to yeah, be I mean, fair as well just that, that those three and outs that we had at the start if if I think there was a little bit of rust there because if, if we make the catches that they were moving the ball then as well like they would have been big gains if we if we'd have caught the ball before looking downfield they'd have been big gains as well well the, t- the two that spring to mind there are Kelsey and uh, Demarcus Robinson aren't mm-hmm. they and yeah. they were both wide open on With third down. Ball hits them in the hands and comes straight out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, whether I don't know. I mean, bye weeks are traditionally Andy Reid's strength. We we've all we, we know all about that. But whether you know, cause we've been on such a good run. What was it, six wins or whatever we'd had in mm. a row? You know, bouncing some decent teams in that. Um, whether that the bye week maybe came not a bad time, but just put a little bit of rustiness in there. You know, I think maybe you, you kind of get into that rhythm of playing every week, going out expecting to win, and just having a week sitting maybe just kind of slowed that a little bit, and that's maybe what happened in the in the first half. You know, you, you can't you can't legislate for block punts no. or drops on um, 
you know, returns. These things, these things will happen across the course of a season. They just all happened to us in one quarter. <laughs> I hope they're you know, um, Maybe we've been riding our luck for for six weeks or so since since we had the the, the regular season by, and it, we were just, um, you know, do the flip side of that. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think um, go, going back to your your, your kind of half time point, I think that. Um, in the past, and we kind of saw it last season in some of the the real shootouts, the, the Chiefs and Mahomes have maybe scored a little bit too quickly and given the opposition the ball back just, you know, with just too much time on the clock. And there was a sense that they almost did that at the end of the half as well, given the, the Texans that um, that last drive and the, the long field goal that they missed. And I don't know if they, if they make that, um, that field goal... Hmm. You know, and they've they've just put a stop to our sort of scoring run right at the end of the half. Maybe it's a little bit different, but you know, at, at half time, you had to feel confident that we had all the momentum. The players must have felt that as well. And then for us to come out and score again, you know, with the first drive of the second half, that's the nail in the coffin. Then we're kind of just playing the clock out after that. Yeah, I think. And that was a seven-play, 85-yard drive. Like That was a, a good, long drive to start, although it only took three minutes and 36 seconds. So it wasn't like a long time-wise drive, but distance-wise and from a sense of putting distance between us and them, you know, you make it a 10-point game at that point and you kind of go, OK, I, I can see, make it a two-score game and you kind of go, well, I can't see them scoring twice more than us for the rest of the game in fact they only scored the one um, touchdown which was right at the end of the third quarter and then that was them for the second half no exactly and I think um, what that drive also shows is that the, the, the Chiefs have they're not just a one trick pony you know there's if you're watching that sort of second quarter is there an element where you say right so basically they're just looking for huge yardage medical plays and you can't rely on that for a for a whole season in a playoff run, you know. And I think that that um, the second half and the way they kind of moved the ball, you know, just doing things a little bit differently, being a bit more clever about it, you know, more steady, you know, that that gives me as much confidence as you know bombing it miles down the field and, and you know letting the fast guys do the damage. Yeah, our longest pass was 48 yards to Sammy Watkins, mm. but Kelsey's longest, 28, Tyreek Hill, 20, Damien Williams, 17, Hardman, 13, Ballet, Yelder, 11, Demarcus Robinson, less said about him, the better, four mm. yards. There was no, there was no like huge, oh, there was the one to Watkins, but there was one big chunk play, but they were all good gains. The the only thing I would say in the in the second half was we didn't put together kind of the fourteen play eight and nine minute drive to really kind of kill things off. You know the touch even the touchdown drives were three and a half minutes, three fifty five, um, one minute thirty two. You know you just want to be able to ice the game and just take all of um, the Texans' momentum away that they might be getting back mm. my only concern with that would be that I think we've tried to put one of them drives together a few times this year and if you're not careful you can end up in a third and eight because we aren't effective at running the ball um, and if we get stuffed a couple of times and then we end up punting I suppose there's the argument that 
if, if passing's working, let's just keep doing that. Uh, I'm not crazy confident in that running back room at the moment. Um, and there's also don't get me the wrong, there's been an improvement. but Yeah, and we've also spoken uh, on the podcast before about kind of red zone issues, and it must be pretty demoralising if you, you know, crunch the ball down the field seven, eight minutes off the clock and then could only come away with three points. Yeah. You know, that must, um, that's not giving me a huge amount of confidence either. I'm not looking to, to really worry about the offense, if I'm totally honest. Like, if if, if that's working the way they, they, they were playing, I'm more than happy for us to, to try and continue to do that because the rate that they were scoring, uh, I just challenge anyone to keep up with us at this point. Oh, 100%. I mean, who was your... We spoke a lot about the offence. Uh, who was your who was your star? Kelsey, Mahomes, Williams? Uh, I think I think Mahomes just... Uh, Kelsey played an unbelievable game, but I think seeing Mahomes on the sideline just in any situation just gives you confidence because you can see him talking to the guys, but he backs it up on the field. And I don't think you could quit with Mahomes as you caught back. He won't let you. And there's so many guys on this team that you just um, run through a wall for. There's Matthew on defence. There's Chris Jones, Frank Clark, like those leaders on on that side of the ball. But you've got Mahomes, Kelsey. There's so much leadership. I think that just helps so much. But the way Mahomes played must give the whole team so much juice. I, I, I'm going to go with Kelsey there because. He had what um, ten receptions on twelve targets, hundred and thirty-four yards, and three touchdowns. Um, he he got himself open. I don't. Th- it wasn't that he was schemed wide, wide open. He was doing that himself with the route running and the movement. And I was watching the highlights this morning. And some of the moves he was putting on the poor guy mm-hmm. who was trying to cover him, Injured I just well. felt sorry for him. I really did. And Mahomes played well: five touchdowns, three twenty-one yards, no interceptions. But he didn't have any of those like wow throws. He was he was taking what they were giving us. They just happened to keep giving us twenty-yard <laughs> plays a lot of the time. Um, but Kelsey, I thought, was different level. Without him, the offense doesn't function. Anywhere near as well. I mean, how, how happy are we going into a championship game off of a seven-touchdown game? Mahomes throws five, five of those, and we are saying, "Yeah, he was okay." <laughs> you know, oh, how, what what a feeling, eh? Amazing. I, I I can remember some pretty dire quarterbacks in this Chiefs team over the years, and he is just like it's such a breath of fresh air to be able to. To watch what other teams have had in the past, and kind of go, oh, this is what that feels like. Wow, <laughs> you know, we've watched Peyton Manning rip us to pieces for years. We've watched Tom Brady do it. Um, oh, who else? Ben Roethlisberger is another one that springs to mind. And you kind of go, okay, it's nice to have one of those guys ourselves. Yeah, uh, just just another one as well. Because uh, with the offense putting up so many points, just the defense as well. Uh, just a massive shout out to Frank Clark because. It was tough, I think, for for everyone to really understand what was going on that first half of the season. And then, I don't know, I, I don't know what your guys' reacts were, but when you hear this, oh, he's been playing for an injury, I was like, hmm. 
how much of that's an excuse, blah 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 blah. But he has been since since he's kind of self declared himself healthy, has been unbelievable. And that effort play to to sack Deshaun Watson was was absolutely incredible. He he covered what was it forty four yards <laughs> in trying to sack Watson. It was just ridiculous. He, he had his hands on him two three times. It was. He holds so onto the ball way too long, though. But I think that's Times. him doing that when we've also sitting on a huge lead. You know, he can give that up. Yeah. And it doesn't affect the game. But you know, he he's he's playing with some fire at the moment. The, as as you just said there, Tom, a few minutes ago, there's some genuine leaders on that defense, mm. like Matthew Clark, Suggs. We haven't mentioned, but. Between the three of them, they are going to drag the rest of them up to a level, which is championship kind of level, I think. No, I um, agree. I think it, it, it's so nice because last year, I know we mentioned it uh, last year, I think, Duncan, you brought it up about Eric Berry dragging people into position. It's, they've, got, they've got players on, 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 on each level that are, that are doing this now that are... That are genuine leaders on that side of the ball and it, it really doesn't feel like we have to rely like yesterday yes we had to rely on Mahomes to score quickly and get us back in the game with Kelsey's contribution as well but th- that defence is is holding its own as well and I think it gives us a better chance this year than we had last year if I'm totally honest well, Texans scored one touchdown in the last 45 minutes of the game that was it yeah uh, and they had how many drives? I could probably look that up in a moment. Uh, but, uh, they had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They had nine drives in that time, and they managed one touchdown out of it. Yeah, exactly. And and they scored thirty-one total. And if and if we're totally honest, we gave them twenty-one of them. So mm. you're looking at a fifty-one to what uh, twenty gain? Like yeah. if you know. And, and that's me just taking their points away, which is unfair. But I, I do really think that we we have blown them out in that game. I mean, to put 50 points up in a, in a playoff game is is absolutely incredible. I think that um, you know, getting that um, get, getting out that second quarter, got a comeback, and then um, putting the putting the, the the big lead on them really plays into our defense's hands as well. You know, we're obviously. We we know we know we've struggled against the run, but you know forcing them, you know to move the ball through the air, you know really plays into our strengths. You know like the, the guys you've just mentioned, um, Frank Clark, Chris Jones, Suggs, you know the the, the pass rush, and then secondary, uh, we've we've lost um, Juan Thornhill, um, I guess. So I guess Matt, uh, there's, a, there's a lot riding on Matthew's shoulders, um, you know for the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. But I still think you feel pretty confident about it. A big shout out to Dan Sorensen as well, like alongside um, the Honey Badger. He he brought him up in his post game conference as well. Like uh, Dan Sorensen uh, is making a big case to be on this team again next year. Like, you save I mean, three million against the cap if you cut him. Oh, don't start this, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, if you tell him that, you, that three million, I'm giving three million for that tackle and that fake field goal, that fake uh, was, punt. Was so. he not the first person on your list to get cut? I don't know. I think I'll cut pretty much everyone to try <laughs> and get under the cap. Then. You know, we're looking looking at our roster for next year. Yeah, it's it's, it's gonna. It's, there's some tough decisions to make there, but 
I mean, uh, that's, that's a luckily they're not our course to make. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's not there's there's not a lot of love uh, for for Dan Sorensen. I think um, probably his his average play is maybe below what I guess a lot of people want. But there's something to be said for folk that can come up in these big moments mm. with these big plays. You know, mm. um, you know, it's not just a um, it's not just the, the the tackle on the the, the punt. You know that ta- you know the hit to. Uh, Pop the ball out as well on the I guess a punt return, kick return. I can't remember. Kick return, yeah. Yeah, you know that's you know the, these talk about sort of when the offense has all the momentum. You know, getting the ball back so quickly in such good position, just with these sort of standout splash plays. You know, there's something to be said for that as well. Even if he's maybe not giving you the the kind of baseline play that you want. Wasn't he had it, a, did he, he get he, the interception as well against? That's the, exactly what I was going to say. Oh, sorry. There you go got there as well was it was it the Patriots game he got the interception at the end yeah I think so Patriots yeah, yeah you're right he's, he's like he is he is making a case on this back end of the season and we're going to need him as well I think if uh, if Fornell's out I know he's not the um, probably the slot in replacement for Fornell but it is nice to just see guys making plays I think he played 100% of the snaps yesterday on defence did Sorensen mm, did not yeah, know I mean, that we, but we, we we spoke uh, kind of before we started recording about players that that you know getting the the trust of the the coaches, and he clearly has that. You know, there's clearly no issue there at all. With there's no kind of reservations about putting him in on you know big moments when when you need something to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he played 80 snaps. Sorensen, Ward, Breland, and Matthew all played 80 snaps. 100% mm. of the defensive snaps and Sorensen played 29 special team snaps as well so he had 109 snaps in the game that suggests that he's he's you know with the the coaching staff there he's not just an Andy Reid guy that that's in there he's he's got Spags trust as well there and he's got Dave Tobes trust as well so yeah. you know there is a case for he's he's earned his spot on that roster I don't think he's going to give it up lightly next year so no no not at all and we'll probably need him this coming week um so, in the other game of the weekend, <laughs> which, uh, hand, hands up if you picked the Titans to beat the Ravens? No? Uh, no. I could give up, up I, have a, I have a successful bet slip to prove it. Actually, you oh. do, yes. I, saw I, got, I, I, that, yeah. I picked all four of the games this week, yeah. I should have made a large investment with my uh, bookmaker, but... Uh, Paid for lunch today. Thank you very much. I, I give up on these predictions, mate. I, I, I don't think I've even come close to one all season. And... Nah, give up. Not so doing them anymore. The Titans rode Derrick Henry right through Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, and that gives us the AFC Championship game in Arrowhead this Sunday. Um, I'm still working on my ticket and my flights for that. <laughs> we'll see how successful that ends up being, but um, yeah, you never know. I might see you all at Arrowhead there this weekend. We're going to do another podcast later on in the week, hopefully, and look forward to that. Um, yeah. But we'll, we'll um, yeah, well. I just, I just want to say, just, just real quickly, like, I mean, who would think that the Titans would be playing at, at Arrowhead against the Chiefs for an AFC Championship game? You know, Pat's, li- you know, if you go back to, what was it, week seven, Pat's lying on the ground at, like, 2.30 in the morning our time at Mile High, and we're, we're there thinking our season's over. The Chiefs at the time, 4-2, and two, losing our quarterback. The Titans were 2-4. and four. Uh, at that stage is th- th- these two teams have come on on two 
pretty incredible journeys. I know the Chiefs were probably expected to be here, but that's twice for me that I thought that this season could be over um, with with Mahomes, and then obviously that first first quarter against the Texans. Um, we also had the Miami miracle, and it it does just feel like things could be slotting into place. And I I don't think I'm going to doubt this team ever again. Like I, it, any situations, I, I fully back this this team to to be able to overcome them, and I, I'm really excited for what's to come. I think we had a taste of it being taken away there in that first quarter, and I didn't really enjoy it. So I'm really really excited for next week. No, 100. percent I think you might might take on you know some of the the games this weekend. You know you. I'm pretty sure folk would have made Patriots favourites, um, Ravens uh, favourites as well, mm. and you know ourselves too. But maybe the difference between us and those teams is that, as as Tom says, there we've had to kind of put our backs against the wall and grind through a season. We've not just sort of bounced through, you know, talk about strength of schedule or any of you know weak divisions, any of that sort of stuff. You know, we've we already know what it's like to get into the trenches. Yeah. You know, and whether you know if you're a, a Ravens team or a Pats team who haven't necessarily had to do that, everything's kind of gone your way so far. When the going's got tough, what it showed is that they they didn't have the answers. You know, we like as as you say, we don't have to doubt our team at the moment. Um, I don't want to say something that might come back to bite us, but. Um, it's a it's a very very good time to be a Chiefs fan. Yeah, I I, I had a mate um, uh, message me on Twitter earlier the the odds of the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl and he said you must be happy. And while that's all great, there's been some some crazy upsets in in this this playoff so far. So uh, I'm very very cautious to not overlook the Titans because they've been on a on a really good journey and a really good story themselves. Like I've enjoyed watching them this year. So. I think it'll, it makes for a good game. And we'll touch off on that then on probably Friday maybe, I think. Yeah, um, Certainly not. later on the week. So, folks, listen out for another podcast coming later in the week. Um, I think we'll call it a day for that for now. Um, I think we're all going to have a quick drink and uh, just relax and <laughs> enjoy the fact that we're not playing this evening and we don't have to go through that emotional roller coaster <laughs> again that we had last night. Amen. Um, so... Tomo, thanks for your time. Yeah, Duncan, thank you for your time. You're welcome, thank you. And people, thanks for listening. And from one kingdom to another, we're going to say goodbye for now. And thanks again. <laughs>